Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to episode 68 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk to Thomas Steffens about the Berlin Marathon. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational and let the marathon running podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond hey runners and welcome to episode 68 hi daddy and runners hi ryan how's it going doing well so we want to welcome everybody back and welcome all our new listeners we're letty and ryan we host a weekly podcast about all things running where we try to motivate you and give you some information by being the connection to the experts anything from race nutrition to training etc so don't forget to hit that subscribe button and you can tune in next time as well but this week what are we going to talk about we have a big surprise for you guys ryan do you want to reveal what our surprise for our listeners is. So Ron, your marathon coach has some connections with people. So he got you in contact with someone from the Berlin Marathon. So if you're not running the Berlin Marathon, this might still be a relevant podcast because if you're running any of the big international marathons, it's kind of interesting to hear what has changed with COVID and that those races very highly likely look like they're still taking place this fall. (laughs) So it's the public relations director, is that what you said? Yes. So this guy knows about the ins and outs, and I've talked to him on the phone when my coach put him on the phone right before I booked my trip to Berlin because I was nervous, honestly. I didn't want to spend the money to buy refundable flights because they seem to be three times the price. And the non-refundable ones, I just kind of dragged it out for as long as possible. So what are some good questions to ask him? So with COVID, there's one thing to be said about the race organization. They can have their own rules as to who needs to be tested and who needs to be vaccinated to be able to enter what building. But when it comes down to the country, they don't really have much to say about who they're going to let into Germany. So we want to urge all of the participants in any of those marathons abroad or even here to check the websites about the local rules and the rules about being let into the country. So that is that isn't that a problem with the Berlin Marathon is... To get into Germany, do you need to be vaccinated right now? Or you just need to be vaccinated or tested? Or what's the deal? Well, right now, as we're recording this intro, we, in Germany, there's a rule called the three G's, which is, you know, what the words stand for. And it's basically um, tested or cured from COVID or vaccinated. Um, All those words in German start with a G. 
Oh, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm German, so I can uh, attest to that. It's genesen, getestet oder geimpft, which means cured, vaccinated or tested. So if you are one of these three, then you're able to show proof of that. But then there's more things that are different because, as you know, in the United States, we don't have a vaccine passport. And in European countries, you do have rules for that. So Europe has it pretty easy. They have a an app that you can download where you have all your information about your vaccine and they accept that and it's kind of seamless whereas here we have those CDC cards from the pharmacy if we haven't lost those with handwritten stuff on there and we don't have a um, QR code like they do so it makes it more complicated so that's probably one of the questions we should ask them if we're not European or if we don't have a European vaccine how do we get into the expos without problem yeah because there's also fake vaccine cards going around nowadays Exactly, which is strictly prohibited by federal law. I would urge you not to uh, fake your vaccine card. I was not encouraging it. (laughs) Exactly. I would encourage getting the vaccine more than that. Well, we don't do any of that on our podcast here, do we? No. Yeah, I think encouraging is different than enforcing or mandatory and that stuff too. That's very true. So I put out the question on the various Facebook groups. There is one Facebook group I'm a member in, which is Berlin Marathon or Bust. And another one, which is Berlin Marathon 2021. And I announced that I was going to interview him and asked members to submit their questions. So yeah, and that's it. So you ready for this conversation with Thomas Steffens? I am. All right. So let's hear from Thomas Steffens. Super. Herzlich willkommen. Danke. I'm going to switch to English because obviously we're recording yes. this in English. Yes, and please. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So Thomas, as you know, we have a lot of people lined up to run this marathon and it's basically the nervousness is there because we've experienced a lot of cancellations, especially right now. There's some Northeastern American cancellations happening. So we have a lot of questions, but before we go there, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us how you are acquainted with the Berlin Marathon? Sure. My name is Thomas Steffens and I uh, was joining the Berlin Marathon team for like uh, how many years? 2007 till uh, 19. This means 12 years. Um, I was the spokesperson for the company and for the Berlin Marathon, uh, responsible for all kind of communication stuff. And that before that, I was um, uh, editor in chief of uh, Runners World Germany for like 14 years. Before that, I was in Switzerland at a running magazine. So I've been involved in um, running, riding, and marathoning and organizations uh, since 1980. That's cool. So then. At this point, are you still associated with the Berlin Marathon? Yes, uh, I'm still consulting on a freelance basis. Okay, perfect. All right, so before we jump into all these questions, we're going to do a disclaimer because obviously you are with the Berlin Marathon, but the ultimate authority is with the country. And as we know, there's been some changes by the European Union announced um, asking countries to make the entry requirements stricter. Germany has not announced any changes at this point, meaning that if you're coming from a place such as the United States, you are required to either have a vaccine or a negative PCR test to enter the country and do a quarantine with that. 
you guys obviously are not in charge of that. So obviously things can change on a whim and that's none of you guys' fault. And I just wanted to make sure that our listeners know that because there has been a lot of questions in regards to that as well. That's true. So the first question that we do have is, I know you guys have apps in Germany that you can upload your vaccine card to for foreign nationals, runners coming from other places in the United States, for example, we do not have that. What we have is a postcard looking piece of paper that has handwritten and stamped stuff on it. It's a CDC card. And do you guys take that as sufficient proof of vaccination? Yes, we do. Uh, I have to uh, explain that we, of course, we have uh, these apps, uh, but we also have these kind of Impfausweis uh, uh, German word. It's a, it's a, a yellow little uh, book where you have all vaccinations uh, marked with uh, handwriting and a, and a stamp. So uh, this is also uh, valid. So we accept all of those as long as the vaccine is accepted. So we accept only the four vaccines that are used in the Western Hemisphere, not the Russian one and not the Chinese one. Um, there is a, a link, I think I sent you that link, where it's explained widely, but uh, we're talking about BioNTech-Pfizer, we're talking about Johnson & Johnson, um, Moderna and AstraZeneca. Perfect. Another question that's COVID-related is, you at the Berlin Marathon have an option to purchase the PCR test, which can be taken at the expo. And that PCR test, when will you be able to take the test? It doesn't seem like you can hop online and make an appointment. Is that something that will change? Will we be able to make appointments? And then also my second question regarding that PCR test is, how fast do you get the results for that? And another one, Do you know if this PCR test result can be used for flying out of the country? Okay. Uh, first question, yes, you can uh, order online. You don't have to. Uh, if you don't order it online, you go to the expo and order it there. It's taken about four hours after the test until you get the result. And um, that result shows you the time of the test. And from then on, it's 48 hours valid. That means you should take the test in order to reach the finish line plus, let's say, one hour after the finish line crossing uh, to be valid uh, for, uh, so you, you can get into the starting area. Perfect. So given that the marathon is on Sunday, I don't know if you guys have the expo open for Thursday, but you should not take yes. that test until Friday, at right. least around noon German time. That's right. Um, this test, uh, I'm not sure about uh, how uh, about the validity of this uh, test for uh, entering the plane. That is something you should check with your airline. Okay, perfect. And the people that need to take the PCR test, is it all the runners or is it only the runners that do not have the vaccine? Only the runners who do not have the vaccine. And we only uh, accept PCR tests that are taken at the expo, be it ordered online before or ordered at on the gate to the expo, at the expo. Perfect. Okay, so now moving on to a little bit more fun questions. Who will be the elite runners? Can we expect Kipchoge to be there? And um, how is the wave set differently? 
Well, um, Kipchoge won't be here. He was uh, in our race several times. The last two times he ran a world record and he won it, I think, three or four times. Um, our top shot is uh, Kenenisa Bekele, um, very well-known runner, the uh, most successful long-distance runner ever, who has won many gold medals in the five and 10,000 at Olympics, at World Championships, 11-time cross-country world champion. He has won our race uh, twice, and uh, he is the last winner of our race in 2019. He came short two seconds of Kipchoge's world record. So it shows a lot about the capability of this guy. Absolutely. What about the women's field? I don't, I, I can't tell you uh, names at this time and the names I would, I could tell you there, there's a list somewhere, but it's not yet finalized. So we're still waiting for arrangements. Um, there are some Ethiopian women, some Kenyan women, uh, with a standard of 220, uh, personal best. So we will have a fast women's race too. Perfect. All right. So what about the starting waves? How is this year going to be different than the previous years um, in order to comply with distancing and all that? It's not much different because our starting area is very, very wide. It's a, it's a, it's a big boulevard and the starting waves are about the same like the last years. We will have like four waves and uh, the first so the start uh, happens at uh, 9.15 a.m. This will be the first wave and the last wave will be 10.10 10, uh, a.m., which means um, the last runner will cross the starting line after about one hour. Oh, wow. So that's not really drawn out too much, given that there is um, going to be 35-ish thousand people, you were saying? Well, yeah, it's about 35,000 that we are expecting. Uh, of course, it's not so many as the years before. We had like 47,000 uh, in, two, in 2019. But uh, because of uh, obvious reasons, um, the field has uh, is much smaller, uh, which is good. We think uh, because of the COVID situation, we're happy to, to handle this uh, crowd in the way we have to handle them because there are some more controls, some more controlling than uh, the years before. Right. And I'm sure that you're still seeing a lot of deferrals over the last few weeks, even just because of uh, countries and other regulations where people either can't leave or are going to have a more difficult time coming back into the country. Yes, of course. And uh, the final numbers won't be out until the last week before the marathon. Right, right. So let's talk about the rumor that this course has been altered because some neighborhoods of Berlin have refused to grant access. Is that true? Well, it's an interesting rumor and I'd like to know where this comes from, but it's absolutely out of the blue. There's no reason to think anything like that because the city... Uh, is friendly to the marathon, has always been friendly to the marathon, and there are no uh, city districts which can not allow it when the uh, when the authority of the uh, the Senate says go, so the marathon will run the same course than uh, all the, the last years. There won't be much difference. If there is a little difference, it's the normal kind of difference that we have when there are some construction uh, going on or something like that, but it's just so slight that you won't recognize it. Perfect. And then um, in regards to the expo, how is this expo going to be different, if at all, compared to the usual expos? It's a little smaller, I guess, and there are not so many exhibitors there. The, ex the expo at the Berlin Marathon has been 
going on the uh, former Tempelhof airfield since many years now. It's a very, very big uh, venue with um, all those hangars of the former uh, airport. And uh, there's lots of space, so it's not crowded in the way that you just, uh, you know, standing line. And so it's very, it's very comfortable to to visit that. Very nice. And you obviously already kind of had an experience with this whole setup because you just had the Berlin Half Marathon happening. I think it was one or two weekends ago. Can you tell us a little bit about that event and how it went and how safe it felt? Yes, our half marathon happened at the 22nd of uh, August. Uh, we had perfect weather at the start. We had like 15,000 runners and it went perfectly. So all the, it was like, it was like a, a rehearsal for the big marathon. And uh, we had a 10K a couple of weeks before the half marathon with like 5,000 people. That went well too. So we, uh, we showed the authorities that we can do this. Uh, with our concept and they are, uh, are very satisfied. The mayor of Berlin was shooting uh, the starting uh, shot at the half marathon and he uh, stated that it's, it's, it's about time that the uh, running community is back on the streets again. Oh, that's very great to hear. So that's kind of nice that you rehearsed it with a 10K half marathon and now finally we're ready for the, for the big race. Yes, uh, it was very helpful and it was part of the concept which we introduced uh, on a press conference in uh, the beginning of June. And uh, up till now, it went very well and we're looking forward. Yes. So you were saying a week or two ago, the weather was perfect. What weather are we expecting for a time like end of September in Berlin? difficult to say but uh, we have some tendencies uh, uh, concerning the weather i can uh, show you uh, about uh, what happened the last couple of years we had a, a light rain uh, two years ago in 2019 which started only two hours into the race it was 14 celsius at the start in 2017 it was raining almost all through the race that was uh, not so very nice not so good conditions but the runners uh, uh, didn't bother and we had perfect conditions all the last year, starting 2.11 until like 2.19, with the exception of 2.17, we had like, you know, between 10 and 16 Celsius and between, uh, well, sunshine most of the time. And in the finish line, after like four or five hours into the race, the temperature uh, was between 20 and 25 degrees, which is quite okay. Oh, wow. So 10 Celsius, just to give our um, listeners from the United States an idea, 10 Celsius is about 52 degrees Fahrenheit, and then 20 degrees Celsius is 68 degrees. So it's really great running weather, I would say. Yes, of course. Unless there is, of course, some uh, crazy wind that blows us off the course. But I don't think Berlin is known to be very windy. No, it has never been really windy. The wind only affects the very fast runners. You know, they, they feel every kind of wind, but the normal <laughs> uh, runners, they, they don't bother. Right. All right. So we have a few listener questions that I'm going to ask right now. We've heard that Morton has been announced to be the official gel, which everybody's very happy about. But what about the drinks? Are you providing Morton drinks as well? Now, Morton is one of the sponsors and um, it's our uh, um, refreshment sponsor. So there will be the drinks too. But we also have water stations in between those. So oh. you will have a station every two and a half kilometers, either Morton or water. 
Perfect. Another question from a listener is, what's the cutoff time for the course? The cutoff time is six hours and 15 minutes, uh, meaning that uh, we have a we have a bus that is uh, following the runners and the bus is driving at the, at the pace uh, of the 6.15 finishing time. That means runners who are passed by the bus are asked to use the sidewalks. And if somebody doesn't want to continue running, he's, he's, um, he's, uh, he can, he can uh, uh, enter the bus and, uh, and gets a ride back to the finish line. Very okay. friendly. And the people that end up walking behind the bus, are they still going to be able to retrieve a medal as well? Well, that's a little open. It depends on uh, when, the, when the staff at the finish line is uh, uh, finished with uh, uh, taking down everything. But they wait quite a, uh, a long time. So normally people get a medal there. And if they don't get a medal, they can still uh, uh, write us an email and, and we send them. Perfect. Another question is, what about spectators? Will spectators be allowed or how do you plan to limit spectators along the course? No, there are no limits. We just uh, have a few hotspots where we know that many people uh, are, are lining the course and those uh, spots we have uh, restrictions, which means only people can enter the side of the road when they have the, the test or they, um, the uh, vaccine, they are vaccinated. And in the finish line area, the stands, there's also limited access for people just uh, with vaccine or with the test. Other than that, uh, you can just uh, uh, line the street and watch the runners. It's like at every, in all these Tour de France, uh, Giro d'Italia races uh, uh, during the last summer where people were lining up in, in, in towns and cities. Uh, some of them have masks, some don't, but um, that shouldn't be a big problem. Another question coming from a listener is, why does Berlin not require all runners to be vaccinated like we've seen in the Hamburg Marathon? Well, um, we introduced the concept in the beginning of June. At that time, Hamburg didn't have that concept at all. Um, you have to, you have to consider that uh, if you are, uh, con uh, if you are asking for um, test, tested people and you have to arrange tests, that costs a lot of money, staff and money. And um, if Hamburg doesn't do that, it has to do with the financial, uh, you know, with finances. Uh, in Hamburg itself, the city decided um, that it is possible that you enter a, a restaurant or something like that uh, only with the 2G. That means you have you're either vaccinated or you have been um, uh, you have the, the COVID and you they they don't accept tests anymore. That's uh, at, the, at the moment. This is a big discussion in Hamburg, and. Uh, but for Berlin, uh, our concept will work. And I have to tell you that in the, at the half marathon, uh, out of those 15,000 people, 91% were vaccinated. So that uh, shows uh, what we expect also for the marathon. Wonderful. And then uh, one last question, I guess, is what type of uh, food will be there at the finish line and also, will there be beer? And if so, what kind of beer can we expect? 
I think they are. They have all kind of food. They have bananas, uh, apples, uh, uh, bars, and uh, the beer will be non-alcoholic Erdinger beer, uh, which is a traditional thing at the Berlin Marathon since many years. People like it very much. Probably a good idea to um, rehydrate runners on non-alcoholic beer. We can get our other beers right after that. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for um, this insight. Is there anything else that you think you want to tell listeners? Just because there's so much misinformation and so much doubt floating around about mm. whether this marathon is going to happen or not. Well, I have to tell you that uh, it has calmed down quite a bit the last two weeks. I can see that on the Facebook pages. Um, the people there are now very um, positive uh, about that it will be it will happen, and the half marathon, of course, helped that quite a bit. So um, I uh, I'm happy to to see all of you uh, in Berlin at the starting line on the 26th of uh, September, which is, by the way, the same day where the national election is going to take place. Yes, and that's what I was thinking. That's probably another reason for the country not to shut down prior to the race. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for your time and for your information. We are welcome. Mehr Mach ich. Vielen, vielen Dank. Sehr gerne. Tschüss. Tschüss, Lady. So what do you think, Ryan? It's interesting to hear the perspective of someone that's in that position. I agree. And I'm super excited, even more excited now that I had this conversation about this race. So I hope you guys learned something from him. I'm assuming most race directors of the other marathons or public relation directors are struggling with the same because we're all in the same boat here with this whole COVID thing. So let's all be patient. Let's all follow the rules as much as we can to make this an easy process. And don't forget to train because this is still going to be a fun thing. And races are back. Super excited. Okay, until next time. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.